Greetings, beautiful people. I hope you're having a wonderful night, day, or evening. If you aren't, just remember, God loves you. I love you. You are so loved. Guys, I have another episode of the Zodiac series for you guys. We're going to be talking about the Sagittarius. This is an awesome sign. And just as a quick reminder, you have um, a whole birth chart that makes up your your personality and who you are as a being. But specifically, we're going to be talking about your sun sign and in the rising sign and i'll explain that later but just as a reminder your sun sign is what makes up your core personality your moon sign is your emotional side the hidden things and kind of what your heart craves and your rising sign is how you project your personality so this is kind of how others perceive you so depending on where you fall in that spectrum you know this may or may not be for you but Uh, Anyone who was born in between November 22nd and December 21st, this is definitely for you because you are a Sagittarius. So let's just jump into this. The Sagittarius, I sum them up as the explorers of the Zodiac. Their symbol is the centaur or the archer and um, their element is fire. So they're a fire sign. Their ruling planet is Jupiter and I believe their birthstones are topaz, turquoise, and Citrine and a couple other ones. So some positive traits or I guess a summary of what Sag represents is they are optimistic and known for being very direct and forward. They're blunt, but they have a good nature. They're very honest. Um, They're very funny, humorous, and they're strong beings. So there's a overall strength that comes with being a Sagittarius. This sign is associated with expansion, religion, and philosophy. We're going to talk a little bit more about that when we get to the ruling planet. So let's uh, go over some strengths and weaknesses that Sagittarius have. So some strengths include being generous, idealistic, and very funny. Weaknesses include being impatient, (laughs) no filter, and sometimes saying the wrong thing at the wrong time. They love freedom and they're known for being free spirits and most Sagittarius, they come off as these really free-spirited people, um, but they're very smart, so don't ever get that twisted. They may come off as carefree and like, you know, willy-nilly, but in reality, they're very smart. They just know how to have a good time. Uh, let's get into the ruling planet because this has uh, it has a lot to do with their sign. So Jupiter is their ruling planet. Jupiter is also known for um expansion travel study philosophy religion and it's associated with good luck so where this planet is following them around they got good luck on their side always and things usually work out in their favor and it's just a it's just a cool little tablet to um throw in there but let's talk about it from a christian perspective because i think it's important to go in and have you know what god thinks of the sagittarius it's just important to know so i'm going to be reading out of the stars speak book by reverend br hicks and this is just kind of an overview of um what i like to call the christian perspective of uh Sagittarius or the Zodiac and this is and I bring this into um, this series because uh, a lot of people try to debunk whether or not the Zodiacs exist in religion and Christianity but it does absolutely and there are a lot of similarities between you know just everything and so in the Bible 
The Sagittarius represents the tribe of Joseph Ephraim, and it's the same dates, November 22 through December 21st. So let's just jump into this. The sign of Sagittarius is the fourth prophetic light in the sky. The nature of this sign is seen in the Old Testament tribe of Ephraim, who was the son of Joseph. Although Reuben and Jacob's legal firstborn son, born to his despised wife, Lee, and the birthright with the double portion of inheritance did not pass him because of his adulteries with the, his father's concubine. Ooh, little, little Old Testament tea right there. The double portion fell to Joseph, the firstborn son of Jacob's beloved wife, Rachel. This double portion of inheritance in Canaan's land was delivered um, and divided between Joseph's two sons, Ephraim and Manasseh. So right off the bat, I want to talk about this because... Um, those are two of my signs. So Joseph Manasseh is uh, Cancer, and that's my sun sign. And then Ephraim is Sagittarius. Sagittarius is my rising. So that's why I'm doing this whole thing, because you know I'm gonna have to represent for my people right now. But um, that's really cool because they're both Joseph's sons. So Manasseh and Ephraim, I think that's cool. But the blessings of power granted to Sagittarius reflected in the uh, Lagar stone, which represents the tribe of Joseph, Ephraim, and the breastplate of the high priest. So this is all just basically giving you a summary of the representation of Sagittarius within the Old Testament and who the story represented, or I guess the embodiment of the Sagittarius represented. So that would be Ephraim. And now I'm going to turn it over and talk about kind of the the body of Christ, if you will, and Sagittarius' place in that. So each sign has a um, a part of God, if you will. They represent a different part where you have the cancer that represents the breast or the Aries that represents the head. Sagittarius actually represents the thighs of God. And this is actually an important thing because you know you got to have thighs if you want to move. And think about it, moving, expansion, travel, it's all about getting somewhere. And it also goes back to the whole symbolism of the Sagittarius. They are the centaur um, archer. And so they are that half horse, half man with the archer. And if you think about when you're shooting a bow and arrow, right? When you shoot the arrow, it travels. And it's, you know, it, it just all kind of aligns. And then the horse traveling, you know, it just all aligns. But, and then the thighs, you feel me? Okay, anyways, let me stop. Let me jump into this. So the nature of the sign Sagittarius was in um, important to the Old Testament tribe of Ephraim. Now I'm going to read the description of the Sagittarius people out of the Star Speak book. Because of the merciful influence through God's head realm, prophetic word and glory light is visited upon the Sagittarians. They are born very compassionate people. This characteristic is manifested in their tender concern for the needs of the poor, orphan, widows, and sick, for instance. These people are born with the capacity to send forth pleasant words like arrows to those who are suffering in the heart and mind. Persons born under this sign receive a special influence from the prophetic word and light of God. This arrow-like influence gives them power with people for their words are like penetrating arrows, having come under the light of the warrior constellation. They are combative and energetic with their piercing and magnetic personalities. They are people with good perception because like arrows, they are direct forward and always hit their target.
So because all zodiac signs are under God, they all have a portion of God's light. And we're going to talk about the control and sharing of the Sagittarius portion of light. So a natural arrow is the most happy when it leaves the boat, right? Because it's going to hit its target. Sagittarius are like arrows where they delight in the finding release from the blow. As it were, they're going on their own independence. Independence is a good quality when it's under the control and the will of God, but it can be very destructive under the control of human or satanic influences. The power to send forth words like arrows is not to be esteemed lightly. Man's natural words are like arrows, which can be devastating in their power and influence. Sagittarians can be mighty warriors for God through the arrows of his word or for Satan, according to which source of power they yield themselves to. So when it comes to the sharing of light, the light and sweet influences of Sagittarius vibrate through the whole world and warm each other's hearts and souls with natural likewise in the spiritual realm. When we receive Jesus Christ, the true warrior, and are quickened by his arrows of truth, our tongues will become flaming arrows to show forth the light and love of Christ to a dying world. So every month is associated with a disciple from the Bible. And I thought it would be cool to include that because they actually play a very important role with each sign. So this month we are in December and that is associated with Judas. I know somebody out there is like, not Judas, but Judas's role in this was kind of important because he, he lost his life. And this kind of goes in a spiritual and natural sense of kind of laying down our ego or our pride or those lower parts of ourselves to pick up what truly is us, our authentic self, life and choosing life over fear or choosing life over all the negative parts of our being. And so Judas was like the, I don't want to say sacrifice, but he was kind of like, he, he, he just served as that um, propelling force to life. And so this whole entire month is associated with the organ area and the color of it is red. And so December symbolizes life. So I just thought that was really powerful. And there's actually a mantra that goes along with this month. And it is, I am God's child, fully and eternally filled with his light and his love and his life. I rejoice in my life and my joy finds expression in all of my life activities. You can repeat that to yourself throughout this month. And I'm sure it will awaken something within you and maybe bring a little life to you. And also, this month is all about the ability to energize, vitalize, and animate and integrate the best parts of yourself. So just keep that in mind and understand that this month is divinely ordained. And it's kind of a part of this season where you let go of those parts that are no longer serving you. You know, you let those old parts die off, those lower parts die off or integrate into who you truly are to move forward in your journey and start the next year off right. So I have a special guest here with me. It's my brother. Hey, Dominic. And he's a Sagittarius, so I thought it'd be cool to ask him some questions. Let's do it. So as a Sag, what motivates you to keep going? Sag. I like Sag. What motivates me to keep going? My motivation is really based in my children and providing for my family. All right. What is some of your best qualities or traits? Um, I would say my best quality is uh, 
my friendship with somebody. If I if I say I'm your friend, I unless something crazy happens, I'll ride with you to the end. Um, and when I say that, like me and you can get in an argument, or or we me and a friend can have a, a, a disagreement, and it can be a bad disagreement. You can always you can always come back from that with me um, because I I value my friendships. Um, those things mean a lot to me. Um, also, I think my belief in family is is, is really strong. Okay, that's dope. So I definitely pick up the loyalty vibes there. So what's up? All right, what are some of your worst traits or qualities? I can be a little rough around the edges. Um, sometimes I can be politically incorrect. Um, I've been called stubborn at times. Um, I don't believe that I'm stubborn, but I've been called it. Um, I'm selfish. Interesting. Okay. I consider myself very selfish. What I mean by that, before I give, I feel like you have to give to me first. And that goes for, um, it doesn't go for my kids. Like that, that It almost goes for everybody besides family. Outside of my wife, I understand that I am going to be giving my wife more. I, somebody comes in the dark alley and it's me and my wife I'm expected to give my life which I believe is more than anything she could give me and I'm just being real if I'm willing to give my life for somebody it's not equal okay okay I mean do you consider that equal Mm -hmm. I mean I hope you guys give me light your lives for each other but I see what you're saying I respect it all right um, what do you think is something that is common amongst all Sagittarius? And that could be a good quality, good trait, or bad. I think, it, I think the most common about us is like we're selfish. I think every Sagittarius I've ever met is, is selfish until they're unlocked. And what I mean by that, going back to my, my wife had to unlock me. Meaning she had to give to me first before I felt the need to give her anything, right? And and so, but until you get past that selfish block, um, I'm not giving anything. Okay, got it. That makes sense. All right. Give me insight to your perspective on life. How do you view life? How do you feel about life? Um, what do you think is kind of the purpose of the existence of the Sagittarius? Paint the picture for me. I mean, my views on life is um, I guess my goal in life would be to make sure my kids are squared away. Make sure I have something that I can leave behind for my, my children. And I believe my wife feels the same way. We want to uh, build something for our kids. Mm-hmm. Um, and I 
think that is the goal in life outside of, you know, touching as many people as you can in a positive way. Like, if I can meet somebody and impact their lives in a positive way, then, like, I'm happy. That, that may, that's, that's fulfillment for, for me. And I think, ultimately, that's the goal in life to, uh, to give back to your friends, to your family, and um, just from people who meet you, they always come out thinking like, "Oh yeah, I've, I've I'm better off had knowing you." I like that. That's dope. Those are all the questions I have for you. But if there's anything else you would like to share, any insights or just any comments you have about Sagittarius, mm-hmm. the floor is yours. What's your view on Sagittarius? Um, from every encounter I've had with the Sag, and I think, I believe, in my close family members, I have three. Um, I would say something that I noticed among you guys is you guys are very family-oriented, for sure. You very deeply care for the people around you, and you would give the shirts off your back for those people. So I definitely can see the loyalty towards family there. So that's kind of my views on Sag. Um, I'm also part Sag. I mean, my um, rising sign is a Sag. So how people perceive me in the world, they perceive me as being a very blunt person. Um, They perceive me as being very stubborn or stuck in my ways, even though my other signs are Cancer and Aries. But yeah, other than that, I like Sagittarius. I think they're cool. Okay. Next question. What sign does the Sagittarius bond best best with? So that, I feel like when it comes to connections and the zodiacs, um, it's it's kind of out there. I don't think any sign really gels well with another sign specifically. I believe What's that they. What's the purpose of it? Well, they're so. If we're gonna go in my perspective, the Sagittarius, the or not Sagittarius, but the zodiac universe. I kind of think of it like every zodiac comes from their own planet. And on the planet Sagittarius, you guys all tend to have the same values, characteristics, but you have your unique individual perspectives and qualities, but you all have kind of like a baseline understanding of each other because you come from the same planet. And so each planet, you know, the planet Cancer or the planet Aries, it's like the same thing. So here on Earth is like the melting pot where we all come together to understand each other's experiences or perspectives or walks of life, which are vastly different because the Cancer is kind of like miles away from a Sagittarius because they view things very differently, which is the beauty of all the zodiac signs is they bring something unique to the table. So that's kind of how I view the zodiac world. But um, when it comes to com- was it, compatibility between the signs, I do believe that some signs are more compatible than others. Um, for example, fire signs probably get along better than they would with a air or water sign. So I believe all the fire signs are Aries, Sagittarius, and oh, I got the other one, Leo. That makes sense. So it really just kind of depends on the element and um, yeah. Now I want you to think real deeply on this next question. If there was one sign to rule them all, what would it be? It would be the Aries. Hear me out here. Um, 
coming from a biblical standpoint with with the signs each sign represents a different portion of the body or god and in the head realm is aries they are the head of god in a sense and uh give you context on that pisces are the feet that's another water sign so they represent two different realms in everything so i would say aries just because they are some of the leaders in a lot of different instances and our father is an aries man and i know you see the leadership qualities in him um although he's changed and evolved in a lot of different ways he can be very fiery or he was very fiery so i would definitely say aries would be kind of like the ruler zodiac sign you know that's me not being biased but i can accept that okay so who's contesting the throne um well that's the thing i'm sure every sign would probably try to contest except for certain signs i don't believe cancers would try to go for the throne I don't think that's really their energy. I doubt Virgos would, unless it's Beyonce. Um, <laughs> hey, I'm just saying, being real. I got a question on on on, on you, Cancers, man. It's like oh. I, I find that why are y'all like? I have a friend, Deshaun. He's a Cancer. Mm. He's more mild tempered. I consider you. I'm not just no disrespect, but I feel like you're more mild tempered. Oh yeah, you definitely there's... see me at my peak versus. There's my wife, also a cancer. Right. Very mild tempered. Like I don't, I don't, I don't understand why and what purpose that serves. I would say for cancers, it takes us a while to get to that point. We can kind of, you know, coast through a lot of what I like to call BS. We can, we can go through a lot without it making us or turning us into a different person but the blow up can be detrimental right the blow up when we get to that point can be it can shake a lot of things up but up until that point i feel cancers are good at putting their cells in other people's shoes you know and viewing it from both sides and being able to go i i know what that feels like to be on that other perspective of the other side so i'm not gonna you know push the boundaries until it gets to the point where it's really negatively affecting me or, you know, that said cancer. So I do believe for, at least for the cancers, they're good at keeping, they're like water. They they adjust very well to circumstances and situations. You know, water is formless, so it doesn't always have to be so this or that. It can adjust to whatever the environment or the energy is in the place. So I, they're good at just adjusting. And if there is a situation with another sign or that other sign maybe overpowers a cancer, they can adjust to that very well without it compromising their own anything. You think that's why me and Felicia work? I do, I do. Cancers are very good at that. You know, they're very crafty. They're very smart, but they're good at adjusting to any any person. And that's kind of why they vibe out with a lot of people because they can adjust to those energies. I think that's all that they're coming from life. Okay, very I appreciate good. you letting me be a part of it. Thank you for being Podcast. being on it. You know, this is going to be cool. Um, you are the second family member that's on the podcast. So thank you. I very much appreciate your presence here. Thank you guys for listening. I love you and God bless.